see who he takes you to, brings you to, and then you'll know his will. And it, there's nothing like living in his will. That's the best thing ever. Hi. <laughs> so today we have a bit of a different episode. I'm actually here with my grandma. Um, <laughs> and we're actually a bit of a different twist. We actually went into a restaurant today and ate. So we went to, where do we go, Mimi? The Irondale Cafe. What did you have? I had chicken, rosemary chicken with dressing and cabbage and black eyed peas. <laughs> country meal. And then I just had mac and cheese and chocolate pie and it was so, so good. <laughs> so that's what we did. So this is, as I said, this is my grandmother. It's one of my favorite women in the whole world. Um, so she has a lot of wives advice, so I thought I would have her on. Um, mm. So if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> my name is Debbie Fang. <laughs> I live in Trustful with my husband, Johnny Fang. <laughs> I was a pastor for 41, I was a pastor's wife <laughs> for 41 years, and um, then now we have a ministry to pastors and wives. So, mm -hmm. That's it. <laughs> um, when I was growing up, I grew up in a Christian home. My parents took us to church every Sunday. We went on every Wednesday night to children's choir and GAs and RAs. And, so, um, when I was around eight years old, I remember the pastor of our church preaching on heaven and how you could make sure you got to heaven. And he explained it all, and while I was listening, I realized that I wouldn't be going to heaven unless I asked Jesus into my life and gave him full charge of it. And so, I asked my mother if I could do that, and she said, sure. And uh, then I told the pastor and the church and and then I got baptized so came to know Christ at, at the age of eight mm -hmm. yep that's cool mm -hmm. so what is your favorite well what was but like still is your favorite thing about being pastor's wife like what did you love most about it mm, I enjoyed really supporting my husband was the main thing because I felt like that I could just lift him up and pray for him and and encourage him and then that would help him in ministry. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite? First of all, how did you and Poppy meet? And what was your favorite thing about? What's your favorite thing about Poppy? What? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Poppy, also known as Johnny, <laughs> Bain, uh, we met in college at the University of Montevallo at the Baptist Student Union building. And... Uh, we met in the pool room. <laughs> we, a couple of people were playing pool and we just were hanging out in that room and watching people and, and he came up and introduced himself. He was a junior in college and I was a freshman. And uh, what I liked about him when I first met him, did I wish you talking about? Mm -hmm. Well, I liked the fact that he was very friendly. I thought that was fun. And he liked to laugh. He was full of, full of laughter. <laughs> so uh, that kind of, made me want to hang out with him yeah <laughs> yep and what's your favorite thing now like now as after being married to him uh -huh. for 44 oh, years they're yeah. using my car yeah um well i would say my favorite thing is that he's a man of prayer mm -hmm. he he loves to pray we pray together every morning and we pray together every night before we go to bed so it's just um he's a he's a godly man 
what he says he is, he really is mm -hmm. down deep. So that means a lot to me. That's good. Mm-hmm. What? on from that what is your best advice for finding like a godly husband or boyfriend or like your best like marriage advice what are some of those okay I would say my my advice for finding the husband that God has for you would be don't look too hard mm -hmm. don't look too hard don't make it your mission to find your husband mm -hmm. <laughs> instead make it your mission to to love the Lord with all your heart soul mind and strength and to be open to what he has for you and then see who he runs you into. Who, see who he takes you to, brings you to. And then you'll know his will. And it, there's nothing like living in his will. That's the best thing ever. And what was the other part of that question? Um, best like marriage advice, even though... Oh, the marriage advice would be don't make a mountain out of a molehill. <laughs> so don't, don't um, make a big issue out of every little thing, mm -hmm. you know. Um, also, be 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 serving. Think of serving others. Think of serving him mm -hmm. more than what's he doing for me. You know. Yeah. Think of how you can serve your husband. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the best advice I ever got from a lady years ago, she said, she said, stay on the growing edge. Don't ever let your marriage get stale. Always ask God to help you be a better wife. Mm -hmm. So, that's the best advice I got. Yeah, that's good. And what is your life verse or your favorite verse? I have so many favorite verses. <laughs> and I have a lot of favorite passages. Um, you know, like several verses. Mm -hmm. But my favorite one verse would be Romans 8, 28. Mm -hmm. For we know that all things, God causes all things to work together for good to those who love him, to those mm -hmm. who are called according to his purpose. So, for me, that verse, it's just, it always pops up in different times of my life. And when, um, when I don't understand why things are happening like they are, or turning out like they are, I know that God's going to still work it all out for His good. Mm-hmm. So. That's good. That's, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, just asking a bunch of advice here. Uh, what is your, if you could give, like, a young high schooler or, like, a young girl any mm -hmm. advice, what would you give them? Well, number one, to stay sexually pure. Remember who you are in Christ. You're representing Him, and don't sell yourself short, and and not be a godly woman. Be be a godly woman. Let Him make you into who He wants you to be, and and um, and you'll be at peace. And so, um, just just love God and love people, and be open to His will. That's the main thing. Mm -hmm. Best advice you've ever received? Oh, that was stay on the growing edge. <laughs> that was uh, Ruth Robertson, who was like a adopted mother in college. Mm -hmm. um, she and I were in the same church, and she told me to stay on the growing edge, and that meant to always grow in my marriage and my relationship with my husband, and always. You know, be open to what God has for me. So, yep, that's yeah. about it. That's one thing I love about you and Poppy is that you are always 
still you seem to still like be learning and you mm-hmm. don't grow uh-huh. stagnant to mm-hmm. it or you don't lose your wow factor and i think that can be really easy to do so mm, it could be yes mm-hmm. well thank you yeah. that's a it's a blessing to because the lord i don't know everything about the lord mm-hmm. <laughs> you know there's so much more that we can learn so i think that's a, a neat thing to remember What was a time in your life that you really felt like you had to like trust God with everything? Which mm-hmm. I know you do mm-hmm. your whole life, but yeah. one moment maybe, mm-hmm. or when you really got to see God miraculously work. Yeah. Um, well, every church, every new church we went to, mm-hmm. Johnny pastored six different churches, six different times. So every new church we moved to was a, a new adventure, you know. And so that was trusting God for sure. And then in 2015, 2015, um, I was diagnosed with Parkinson's and I knew what that meant. I knew some about the disease. So uh, that was a scary time, but it was a time that the Lord spoke to me calmly and said, I love you and I have a plan, so don't worry. So I I really learned to trust him in 2015 with that. Um, favorite thing about being a grandmother is hanging out with my grandkids. <laughs> Just having a good time with them, with all of y'all, each of you. And each of you is very different. Mm-hmm. Appreciating the uniqueness in each grandchild, I would say, yeah. is very important. And uh, so that's what I like, is just hanging out and enjoying you all. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is your, <laughs> this is just an advice, advice <laughs> panel, but um, what is your favorite, you obviously have a lot of siblings, yes, you grew up with a lot I of did. siblings, yes. best sibling advice, <laughs> well, first of all, give a little backstory on your siblings, okay. what's like the age difference, okay, kind of um, thing? the first four of us were born exactly 25 months apart, really, yes, <laughs> not planned, that. not planned, my mother said, <laughs> God planned each one of us, but she and my dad did not plan each one of us. So, um, so my sister Diana is oldest. Two years later came David. So Diana, David, and then I was number three, Uh Debbie. And then Billy was born on my dad's birthday, October 25th of, uh, 58. So, um, Anyway, uh, that's the first four of us, and um, and then after Billy came Danny. Five five years later, about four years later, I started telling my mother that I really wanted to pray for a baby brother. I said I, I want to have a baby brother, and she said, "Oh, we don't need a baby brother. You have your baby. <laughs> your baby brother is Billy." And I said, "Well, I think we need another baby brother. Let's pray about that." And I was only like seven, six or seven <laughs> years old, and so she she agreed to pray. And then she got pregnant <laughs> with Danny. And so Danny was born. And then um, my, my parents made plans to not have any more children. And then Laura was born. <laughs> she was number six. And then when Laura was in the youth group at Sunnyside Baptist Church, she met Holly, whose mother was dying of cancer. And uh, Holly's mother asked anyone in the church if they would like to take custody of her children individually so they could be taken care of and be in the same church Mm -hmm. so holly was adopted by my parents as a as a 13 year old and um and that's been great she's been a 
fabulous blessing to the, to the family. So that's the, the history of my siblings <laughs> and what we learned. Can I open this? Just, <laughs> just get a little uh, whiff. Mm-hmm. I don't think it opens, okay. but the cars. That's okay. That's all right. But anyway, <laughs> um, the, the, the advice I would give is just enjoy each brother or sister individually. Mm-hmm. Don't compare anybody. Because every, every child is different. Mm-hmm. and has unique abilities so just enjoy your relationships with your brothers or sisters mm-hmm. I have one brother who's in heaven now he's the brother Danny that I prayed for and um, he uh, had a heart attack and went on to heaven mm-hmm. so that was um, several years ago no, 20, 22, uh, five years ago almost five years ago mm-hmm. so I would say enjoy every every holiday you have with them every day you have with them and and thank the lord for the relationship mm-hmm. so that's about it yeah what's your favorite thing about having a big family oh big, that used to be my favorite thing growing yeah. up was yeah, going what, to y'all's house for christmas was to everybody uh-huh what was your favorite thing about it? Just everybody getting together? Yeah, I just loved everybody, and I always felt so cool. And the, uh, I, I tell my friends, like, I remember when the older older kids would all sit outside and, like, eat and talk, and I remember just sitting there, like, I would literally just sit, like, far away uh-huh. on, like, a bench or something and just uh-huh. watch them, because uh-huh. I just thought they were so yeah. cool. <laughs> That's, That's funny. funny, yeah. Well, the fun thing about having a big family is, you know, everybody has their favorite things to cook, and, and, um, and so we all bring our favorite dishes and and just the, the we laugh a lot that's the main thing we do Remember that all <laughs> yeah. the laughter and singing oh and we love to sing oh yes we just sit there and sing like yes my, when we were growing up my parents would take us to the Lions Club meeting the PTO the the pilot club meetings um, any kind of community event, we, we and we would sing. We were like the Von Trapp family. <laughs> from the sound of music, we would just go from here, hilarious. here to that, and we would harmonize without being taught how you know how to harmonize. We no, just, wait, wait, pull it out and then close it again. Okay, we just had a each one of us had a good go. ear for music, so we could harmonize yeah. easily. <laughs> so that was fun. That is fun. How did you? respond to the fact when we decided that God wanted us to come to Birmingham. I didn't. This is actually kind of a funny story. Because yeah, you is. guys thought that we were going to be so excited when right. you sent me and Jane down. Yeah. You guys were like, we're moving to Birmingham. And we sobbed. Like, we were so... Well, okay, I remember I used to have a little prayer box. And in fourth huh. grade, you and Poppy said you were moving to... Remember when you guys were going to go to some other church yeah. or go uh-huh. somewhere else? And I was so upset and so yeah. bothered. I was yeah. like, no, you can't do that. I don't want you to leave Jonathan. <laughs> Wrote it in my prayer box. I was like, please. Which is honestly kind of, I mean, it was nice I was praying, but it was kind of, sure. I really hope that they don't get this job, this new church. <laughs> like, please, Lord, don't yeah. let this happen. Uh-huh. And it didn't. But then you guys said that you guys were moving. What was that? I was in sixth grade? Because you moved before seventh grade, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And I was so upset because I loved first Baptist right. Dothan. It was so much fun, and that yeah. I learned so many things. Um, <laughs> like, I love my church now, but when I was little, mm-hmm. I literally, like, adored your church. So much fun of mine. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> it was just, like, I don't know. It was really sad. But mm-hmm. now, I like, it was so great because, like, in eighth grade quarantine, yeah. when we were in, um, what's it called? 
oh, we had COVID. black schedule oh, or whatever. Okay. Uh-huh. I can't remember COVID. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> it was black schedule. And then, uh-huh. so I wouldn't have school Tuesdays or Wednesdays. And so Mondays after school, no, it was Tuesdays after baton practice. Uh-huh. Poppy would come pick me up and I would yeah. go stay at y'all's house. Uh-huh. We did everything. And me and Poppy would get Duncan and all the good stuff. Right. So that yeah. ended up being really fun. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. since we live closer, you like it now, right? Mm-hmm. Bring my friends. Yeah, kind of <laughs> handy. You bring your friends over. Have a good time. So, yeah, I think that's an advantage of living in the same area of your grandkids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What do you think is your? Obviously, God's gifted to you with so many things. But what do you think is your? Have you ever taken like spiritual gifts test? I haven't, but I, I but I know what yeah. my spiritual gifts are. What yeah. what do you, what is it? Um, and the reason I know is just from experience. Yeah. Just what I enjoy doing mostly mm-hmm. is encouraging women, encouraging women. So I w- I have the gift of exhortation or encouragement. Um, so that's that's my main thing. And then serving, I love to mm-hmm. serve, do for people. I like to cook, <laughs> so I like to cook meals for people. Cook well. Um, thank you. So, um, you know, that's those are my two primary gifts, yeah. and I enjoy using them. But but with Parkinson's, it has slowed down a lot of my my opportunities to serve because it, I require more rest, mm-hmm. and so um, I have to be content with that. I have to be okay with my with my life changing a bit in the last seven years. So, mm-hmm. but it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. God gives opportunities mm-hmm. to serve him. What is your favorite thing about like music ministry? And like mm. using the way that or what do you have any like cool stories of how God's used things like that? Music ministry? I'm sure you do. But uh I remember uh the the coolest thing that ever happened to me in directing children's choirs mm-hmm. uh, happened many, many years ago when we lived in S- Selma. Yeah. And Poppy was first Adventist Selma pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a song in one of the songs that we were, were singing uh, with children's choir had to do with John 3.16. It was about Jesus giving his life mm-hmm. so that anyone could come to know Christ, could have eternal life. Yeah. And um, so... I gave a little introduction to it, and I told the, the kids, I said, if any of you have never asked Jesus into your heart and life to be your Lord and Savior, but you sense that he's speaking to you right now, would you talk to me after choir? Mm-hmm. And this little boy came up after choir, and he said, I want to ask Jesus in my heart mm-hmm. and life. And he was very sincere. He said he realized that he was not a Christian. So um, anyway, we prayed. I prayed with him, and he received Christ. and. And through that song, a kid came to know Jesus. So I thought that was so cool. Yeah. That was my favorite experience in, in directing children's choirs. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite worship song to sing? Worship song? Oh, yeah, or just in general worship song. I have a lot of, a lot of favorite <laughs> worship songs. Yeah. And then my favorite hymn. What's your favorite hymn? Is um, It Is Well With My Soul. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a good one. Well, it t- has a, a high tie. It's a tie with Great Is Thy Faithfulness. <laughs> yeah. So I love both of those. But um, It Is Well With My Soul is, is your poppy's favorite, for mm-hmm. sure. So I love that one. Yeah. So thank you for interviewing me, Jackson. Yeah, it's been really good. Yeah. I'm glad I've got to have you on. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. Sure, my friends are going to love this because they 
all love you. So, oh, you're so sweet. You're <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Well, thank you guys for listening in. So, mm -hmm. I'll see you guys next time. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>